Hello, and welcome to Theralit, Two Dope Therapists. Full disclosure, we don't own the rights to any music you may hear, and please be advised that this is not a substitute for your own personal therapy. Although we are licensed professionals and our answers will be from research and experience, our opinions will be interjected as well. If you feel that therapy is in order, please contact a licensed clinician in your area to start your journey. Now let's get started. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome everybody. Yeah, I know it's the allergy season in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it is almost a cold 10 man down situation. <laughs> okay. Let's be real clear. Green. Yeah. And it's no, disgusting. everything is yellow because pollen. You know, that's what I meant, but it looked green on the cars. It looked mm-hmm. just yucky. Work. Yeah. So welcome back, everybody, uh, to our next episode of Theralit, Two Dope Therapists. Today's topic we're going to be talking about is dating in your 40s. Mm, yep. Very interesting. Very, very interesting topic. Yes. So let's do our, uh, let's check in with each other. You know, it's been, it's been about three weeks since we uh, recorded our last episode. So what, give me some reflections. What, what's been happening for you over the last three weeks? Um, I really have just been chilling. Um, kind of started to taper back a little bit on sessions mm-hmm. because the weather is nice. Um, I wanted to enjoy some of that weather. But really just been, you know, kind of chilling and kicking it. I did have <laughs> this past week, two very interesting things happened that were quite funny. Oh, yeah. so I was in a session mm-hmm. and, um, I heard loud music. So, I'm asking my client, I'm like, can you hear that music? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, girl, like, this is ridiculous. Somebody is just rude and disrespectful. <laughs> and this don't make no sense. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, girl, don't you hate what people? So basically, long story short, we just talking trash about whoever that is outside with their music like that. And then I heard Cameron's, the key, <laughs> or the, the noise for his car. <laughs> I was like, girl, that's my son. <laughs> Oh my God! You could have sold me for four pennies, girl. I was done. I was like, no, "Oh my God!" Not sold you for four pennies. Why could yes. you? You couldn't even be a, a nickel. Dang. Nope. Just four. Okay. Just four. I fell short. Fell short. Just four. So then, I, this week there have been these two little girls in the neighborhood mm-hmm. that thought it would be a great week because of spring break to ring people's doorbells and run and hide. Oh Jesus. And so on the second day, the first day they did it, it was only like once. It was kind of cute, you know, ha ha. Mm-hmm. The next day, three times in a row. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So when I saw them coming back up to the door, because they didn't know I was in my front office. So I opened the door and I was like, um, I know where you live, but I don't know where you live. I said, so I'm probably going to knock on the door and tell your mother. Why did they get super stiff? Almost like... <laughs> I somehow wouldn't know they were there because they were so stiff. Like they wouldn't answer me or anything. They were just really stiff. And then after I came in and closed the door, they hugged each other and the one girl started crying and they walked away. Oh, not all. You're busted. Yeah, you're busted. But then you you cry because you fit a kitty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I mean, they hugged each other. Oh, 
but they're like seven, I think. Yeah, little butts go home, but Around anyway, six or seven. But the stiffness <laughs> was unreal. <laughs> I mean, they were rigid. Like, let me just stare off into the space as or in the space as stiff as I possibly can, and she won't see us. That is hilarious. But I bet you that's one thing they ain't gonna never forget. Never. Ever. You know how goats fall on their side? <laughs> just, I'm done. That's what, <laughs> that's what they look like. No, 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 no. Not the goats, Lord. Not the, goat the goats. Yes. Oh, God. Um, that's what they did. So that has been what... Oh, and yesterday, got to sh- send a shout out to Day and Night Exotic Cereal Bar. Yeah, I saw you went. It was their grand opening yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful, even though it was raining. We stood in the drizzle and the rain, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to appreciate and celebrate yet another black business opening up here. Yep. Yep. And it was amazing. The line was ridiculous. I think we were in line probably over an hour. I don't Good know exactly how lady. long, but um, I did not get a milkshake because I just didn't. I'm trying to stay away from sweets. Mm-hmm. But the boys got a milkshake and when I tell you it was quiet in that car on the way back, <laughs> they said that milkshake was so bomb. So, if you are in the Charlotte area, go and check out Night or Day and Night Exotic Cereal Bar and you will not be disappointed. Awesome sauce. Okay, I'm done. You are funny. So, okay, let me just start out by acknowledging the life of Earl Simmons aka Mm. DMX I didn't want to think about that no but you know what I'm saying we have to yeah it's a lot you know what I'm saying it's every day I wake up thinking literally thanking God that I made it another day because I'm telling you it's a situation where if you thought if you took life for granted or you took any time for granted I don't know how anymore because this is this is like every day it is literally every day like something is jumping off we having a mass shooting that is killing you know taking lives the unfortunate passing uh, you know you know of people we don't necessarily know you know personally but they right. had effects on our lives you know what I'm definitely did you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's a situation like wow you know what i'm saying let's i cherish every moment like yesterday so I, f- I feel like um, whenever I meet new people, whether it's a friend or, you know, whatever, I'm like, when is your birthday? Because I can't take on another Aries because <laughs> I'm surrounded. <laughs> OK, I am literally I probably know somebody for the whole entire season of Aries that has a birthday. You know what I'm saying? What? And so I've been, girl, listen, that's how much they be circling around this girl right here. And so this weekend, this past week, literally 10 people that I know it was their birthday. Dang. Yes. And so we were supposed to do the outdoor skating thing yesterday because it rained Wait. yesterday. So it's, it's today. I had a birthday dinner last night. I got a birthday dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, while I was there, all I kept, I just kept looking around and looking at people like, this is what it feels like to socialize again. Mm-hmm. in closer yep. proximity okay secondly i cherish everything that happens because the birthday well the the birthday girl for last night you know she's like oh darnita thank you so much for coming i was like no thank you for inviting me mm-hmm. 
you know, I cherish all invitations. I cherish, you know, anytime somebody thinks of me, I get a text message. And anybody who knows me be like, oh, she hate text messages. So for her to say she cherishes a text message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, be like, hey, girl, what's up? How you doing? I just wanted to check on you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, you thought about me? Thank you so much. You yeah. know, I'm learning my, my perspective on um, meaningful things is definitely evolved. Mm-hmm. And it's continuing to evolve. Um, I, in the last three weeks, I saw my nephew, one of my nephews, uh, oh, went yeah, out to Seattle. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, although it was cold, but, really? you know, I really do like the Seattle scene. The people were extremely nice and friendly mm-hmm. um, and had a really good time checking in with him and spending some time with him. I mean, this is a this is a little boy where I used to change his diaper and people used to he used to call me mommy, even though I wasn't Aww. his mother. And to now talk to him as a 27 year old young man and get his perspective. I'm just like, Lord Jesus, where does mm-hmm. time go? Um, even though he'll always be a little boy to me, you know, mm-hmm. Um I've been, um, you know, of course, work, 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 work. I feel like Rihanna. Um, (laughs) I'm for real. Like work, 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 work. Yes, that comes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm also uh, for a minute there. um, I had stopped putting me first. And so I had to be like, I woke up one morning and was like, women, you fell off your radar. We're going to put you back in. Mm -hmm. So doing more things for me, uh, whether it's having actual phone conversations, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's taking a break and walking, just standing outside, getting some vitamin D for all this melanin here. You know what I'm saying? It's been a lifesaver. Yes. And the sun, I'm telling you, this is, heat is my season. I don't even like to say spring, summer, heat is my Mm -hmm. season. Okay. Um, And so just, you know, being more meaningful and intentional about everything. And I will say, that I've been watching the stuff that I say and the stuff that comes out my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I do see the correlation of speech. Right? Oh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Well, that sounds good, friend. Ah, thanks. So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, once Daylight Savings showed up, it's just been different. Yeah, well, it, t- it took me two weeks to adjust because I was like, Jesus, that hour felt like somebody took six. <laughs> Ah, you are too much. I am so sincere. Woo, yeah, I am. Um, you know, it's just been nice sitting outside and mm-hmm. just sitting outside. Shoot, I could stop right there. That has okay. just been really, really nice sitting outside. I've been reading more too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Stuff that has nothing to do with my career there because for so long I was just reading. You know stuff that ha- that I work with, you know, constantly reading about narcissism because, you, yes. you know, narcissism is a trap that you can fall in Honey. and you will be reading Forever. 24 hours a day all year because it is so interesting. Not only that, but it's ever evolving. Always something mm-hmm. new, especially with mm-hmm. social media and the yeah. rise in social media. It's just been crazy. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you about a book that I got and I was so mad. Uh-oh. So, Coldest Winter Ever, Mm. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Coldest Winter Ever is Mm -hmm. probably one of my all-time favorite books. I can't tell you how many times I've read it Mm -hmm. because it came out 20 years ago. Yes. And so there have been, you know, sequels, supposed sequels to this book that Mm -hmm. I haven't finished yet Mm -hmm. because they have nothing to do with winter. Yeah. 
So finally, the actual true sequel came out. I ordered it in advance because I'm like, I got to know what happened to Winter. Mm-hmm. Ask me why it came out March 1st. I received it on the 2nd and I haven't even gotten through the first chapter. Okay, so why? It's terrible. Well, okay, yeah. So, because let me just say, so I had a book club back in the day and um, the, our our book was The Coldest Winter Ever. Amazing. And we got together and everybody loved it. When I tell you I hated that book, I was so mad. What? I was so mad. Why am I, I not shocked? shocked? I'm not shocked. You know what? I'm I'm tired of you. I'm not anyway. shocked. I'm not. Sure, you know what? Anyway, we just gonna have two separate podcasts on the same record, okay? Because I'm done. D U E. Girl, done. I'm fighting you. Ah, you always fight me. So what? Well. We always fighting. You Lord. didn't like the coldest no, winter ever. I did not. Okay, and so all our listeners, write in. You can go to town. I don't care. I didn't like the book, but anyway, I was just so upset I can't because close I was my like. Mouth. Uh, yeah, well, yes, you did because you had to say you had to close your mouth to talk. So be quiet. <laughs> anyway, I'm whooping that ass. I can't God. take it. All the threats. Oh my anyway. God. Yeah. So when when the other ones came out, because I, I it was just oh I was just so mad. I mean with with midnight and I was just like oh God this is just getting on my nerves. But really? um, oh yes, I couldn't stand it. I, I hated that I've book. I've never I hated heard it. anybody say that. <laughs> I know it's rare. I've, I think it's maybe two other, maybe three other people I've come across in this really? twenty, in this twenty-year time span that was like they hated it too. What? So anyway, so even when the sequels came out, I was like, I ain't reading it. I ain't reading it. I ain't reading nothing else. I'm done. Right. So, but I, I, I feel bad because you, you know, you lived in anticipation of the true sequel. And you don't like it. When I tell you trash, I'm sorry, sister mm. soldier. Trash. Oh. Trash. Well, I guess you won't be on Goodreads. I couldn't so. even, like, I can't even get past maybe page six. Oh, like, that's real bad. It starts off, the first couple sentences starts off horrible. So making it to page six was a journey. Oh. Okay. Horrible horrible so unfortunately i'm done with that well you know another book that i love it's called no disrespect Mm -hmm. that's a really good book but other than that sister soldier i just want you to you know lay winter to rest well well i guess she just did she just did yeah because you find that out in the first sentence but anyway (laughs) oh okay sorry if you didn't read it because i just blew it but right, that's all I was about to be like. You just gave up the trade. I secret. did. But I'm anyway. sorry, but laid rest. Gone. Okay. Over. Oh, first sentence. Okay, oh, all right. So. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's I'm just saying. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The first one was so trash. I hear yeah. your judgment over there. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> ah. But anyway. but you know what? I feel so fortunate that you know me so well. Yes. But anyway, mm-hmm. I read your mind, girl. I read your mind. Hmm. All right. All right. Let's see. First question. Sure. Why is it challenging to date in your forties? What is the big deal? Oh, so okay, so <laughs> I, if people don't know, because I I feel like I've been vocal. <laughs> 
<laughs> but this is me. You know what I'm saying? This is like my realm right here, dating in your 40s. I'm single, never been married, and I have no uh, birth children. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's challenging in a lot of different ways. Um, from my perspective, uh, just meeting the type of men that I would be interested in, um, but also establishing boundaries and rules and guidelines and understanding like the speak of people. People have different ways and airs about them, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the challenges is because I would prefer a person who either has zero to two children. Mm-hmm. Pre- the real preference is on the zero. <laughs> <laughs> that is that yeah that's highlighted because I you know I definitely want to have children Mm -hmm. right and I would like for us to share that experience together as newbies Mm -hmm. right um however there are several men who I've come across who have uh, who are either divorced and may have been divorced multiple times Mm -hmm. or never married but you have multiple children Mm -hmm. uh and it's like okay so what are you looking for? Um, other things is like, if you haven't, if you're divorced and you haven't dated in over 20 years, it's like, you're, you're literally a fish out of water. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. But also because the, you know, the advent of online dating, right. You come across a lot of profiles, um, people like you that you may, may not like and vice versa. And then you reach out and you contact with people and it's just like, okay, there's this, sometimes this awkwardness, like, okay, so where do we go from here? Like, how do we get to know each other? Mm-hmm. Move at your own pace. And when I say move at your own pace, know what you want, know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I live in Charlotte currently. I want someone in Charlotte. I don't want a long distance date. I want, if I need a hug today, I don't want to be on virtual hugs. Right. <laughs> They're waiting for you to drive five hours. There you go. Me. You get what I'm saying? Right. Or we got to meet halfway. I need 30 minutes or less. Like, you know, a hot and ready pizza. Um, oh. You know, I want to be 30 minutes away. No, you know, no more than 30 minutes. So if I, if I, you know, if we want to spontaneously get together today, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I'm on an app and I see somebody 250 miles away, they might be all my type guess what I gotta keep going because that's that 250 Mm -hmm. if that's outside of my range and I'm like I'm not willing to compromise on it I gotta let his old fine self go Mm -hmm. but understanding what you're really looking for what you really want because there are some men out here who are very intentional I mean I've met in the past couple weeks I've met some men be like "Uh, how long is it going to take you to decide if you want to get married because I'm thinking like it's going to take six months I'm like, mm, if that's if if that's the vibe I'm getting from that person, then it could be six months. But if I'm getting something else, it could be half past never. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real clear. Never gonna get um, it. Never gonna get it. Come on, background. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's really knowing what you want, and 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 let's leave all the societal things out. You know, mm-hmm. we'll get into that in other topics, but. Let's leave society out. Be intentional. Be transparent and honest mm-hmm. with yourself and with that person. So if you just want to date or if you want a friends with benefits, let me help you understand. Right. It's going to be somebody out there for you mm-hmm. and whatever you're looking for. And I'm going to say this as a therapist. Ask those deep questions about 
That's what Family I was mental health. just getting ready to say. <laughs> you better ask it and yes. pay attention to pay attention to sometimes people's relationship cycles as well. Yes. Because, and when I say relationship cycles, there may be a whole family where, you know, nobody's ever been married, but they got six kids each. Mm-hmm. If that's your type of hype, that's your type of hype. If they want to get married, understand that they may, may need some work around what a health, uh, you know, understanding what healthy relationships look like. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, what commitment looks like and what marriage looks like and things like that, because they may have never seen it. Right. And that's not to disparage anybody who has had that. Doesn't mean that you can't find, you know, exactly what you're looking for. There just needs to be some work around. That's all I'm saying. Green, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say that, first of all, I've been married for almost 20 years. So mm-hmm. I am not dating anyone but my husband at this mm-hmm. time. And, and that's still dating. You know, yes, it is. Um, we still date regularly. Um, you know, you know from experience mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. if you know if it's date night, everything is shut down. Sure is. We are intentionally dating still 20 years later in this marriage. And I believe that that is part of the reason we are still together is because we're very intentional about our dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things that I, I encounter through therapy and working with individuals and just listening to people talk not even clients but just listening to people who are dating in their 40s um one of the things that that i encounter a lot of especially being that i work with people that have been abused by narcissists Mm -hmm. is they move too fast Mm -hmm. so i would one of my things that i would say is if the relationship is going too fast there is a problem there's a red flag you should be paying attention to anything that doesn't feel right to you and ask as many questions as you want. Like, you know, people being timid and afraid to ask questions in the beginning of a relationship, that should not be. If there is a question that you want to ask, ask the question because I mean, really at the end of the day, that is what is going to be the deciding factor for whether you stay in the relationship or not. So it's better to ask the questions in the beginning than to let time pass. And you've been with this person six months seven months and then you start asking the hard questions and then you when the relationship is over because you wasted six seven sometimes a Mm -hmm. year with somebody who wasn't compatible with you from day one but you just didn't ask the question so like you said earlier be intentional about those questions um i love what you said about family history you know a lot of times when you're dating in your 20s unfortunately people aren't thinking about family history but mm-hmm. if you're dating in your 40s, you should know your family history pretty well by then. So it's okay to ask questions, see if you're compatible in that way. Um, excuse me. Therapy, therapy, mm-hmm. therapy, therapy. You know, you should know what yes. baggage you have in your 40s mm-hmm. and what baggage you need to let go of um, so that you're not bringing those things into the relationship, you know, because it should be a blissful experience course you know could have their issues and their problems but things that should be worked out easily but definitely know your goal know what you're looking for I think I've run into a lot of people that have unrealistic goals yes about I was gonna say that and expectations like, mm, yep, and expectations yeah, like, that doesn't sound very realistic um so be you know be realistic about what it is that you're looking for um the next question we can go a little deeper into that but you know, definitely yep, yep. know what it is that you're looking for. Um, Absolutely. And so that takes us to our next question. Do you want me to ask it or are you going to ask it? Um, you can ask okay. it. 
So society has many, you know, suggestions and rules about what it is you're supposed to do in terms of dating in your 40s. But the question is, should I just take who society says I can get? And the answer is no. Let me just say in a whole nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, Miss Sophia. All right, Miss Sophia. (laughs) But, you know, that answer is the biggest, fattest no ever because if we listen to society, first of all, Black women are the least likely married, Mm -hmm. the most highly educated, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything else. Um, So, no, don't, I don't believe in settling. I don't even like the word like we talked about earlier. I don't like the word settle. Um, Now, people will be in your ear because I had a conversation with someone yesterday who was basically telling me like, well, you know, men um, out women uh, outnumber women like, I'm sorry, women outnumber men like 20 to 1. So, you know, if a guy would just really want to have his pick, then, you know, he don't have to settle down. So, you know, and with your age, and I have, I I don't care, you know, age ain't nothing but a number for me. I'll be 46 this Mm -hmm. summer and I still look Mm -hmm. good. Um, they want to sit there and tell me, oh, you don't have no children. You're in a high risk category. Mm-hmm. Now, high if my risk. self-esteem was in a dump for children, oh, I was about to say for, for having children. Okay, gotcha. Now, child, please. I would listen, that phone would have been like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but if if my self-esteem was in the dumps and I was really in, influenced by what people tell me, then I would have took that to heart and probably wouldn't have been in my bed, like not being mm-hmm. able to get up. Because it's like, oh, Lord, (laughs) my life is over. But because I am a person who, you know, thinks well, I feel like I think rationally Mm -hmm. for myself and my self-esteem is is really intact Mm -hmm. after a lot of work. Right. Right. My thing is this. If that's the type of situation that somebody is in, that's on them. But for me, because I do want a person who believes in monogamy, who believes in working on a relationship and wants to get married and wants to have children. There is another person out there mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, you're going to have people out there who are always going to be fishing to see. Let's be real clear. You see them in the club. They come, you know, they, they went from the fine dude at, in his 50s to the broke down joker in his 70s, still looking for somebody at the club to take care of his tail now. Okay? You got what you mm-hmm. wanted. Now, I prefer to be a, hush your face, I prefer a different situation, right? So don't count my eggs because my thing is my eggs are perfectly fine, Mm -hmm. okay? If you don't count my health because if, put it like this, if my blood pressure ever gets to 110 over 70, then there's something wrong because that's high Mm -hmm. for me. I don't have no cholesterol problems. I ain't got nothing with diabetes or nothing like that. So this is a healthy, viable system Mm -hmm. over here, Okay who is not going to be on anybody's clock telling me what I can and cannot mm-hmm. have at 45 on the verge of 46. And I don't care if it get down to 50. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just be like a good bottle of Bordeaux. I get better with time. So thank you, child. I love the background. So <laughs> I feel like a doo-wop singer. No, you, <laughs> well, we like to do this. Um, but don't, don't listen to societal mm-hmm. standards. Again, know what's in your heart of hearts as a person of faith. I choose to stand on what I know has been assured right. to me. And what that person was saying was all crop failure because you're not, whatever you said to me is not mm-hmm. taking root. Okay. It doesn't apply. So I let it fly. So no, no, again, be intentional, what you want, what you're looking for and don't settle. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's been three months and you haven't found a connection. It don't mean that the next day the connection ain't going to be there. 
But get connected with yourself first. That's the key right there. So you there. can be sustained. You get what I'm saying? So you can sustain yourself in the mm-hmm. meantime. You, 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 that's, please, I mean, that's the key Come right on. there. You know, know yourself. Mm-hmm. Know what you're looking for. And I can't say it enough. Ask the questions. Because yes. nine times out of ten, now there's not a whole lot of organic matchmaking happening right now. A lot of it is mm-hmm. just, you know, social media, apps, where people mm-hmm. can put down whatever they think whatever. is going to get them somebody. So if something doesn't feel right in your gut, especially as women who are intuitive, if your intuition mm-hmm. says something is not right, it isn't. It's not. And it's okay to ask those questions. Um, but knowing who you are and knowing your past history with dating is also going to help you with intuition. Because at the end of the day, so. there's a difference in intuition and not dealing with the baggage or the trauma from your past. And so something that happens triggers what's happened in your past. And it may have nothing to do with the person that you're dating. So making sure that, you know, you've really worked on yourself as an individual that is ready to date. Some people in their 40s ain't ready to date. You're just not ready. And that's Mm -mm. okay. And that could be why you're not finding the right person. Because you're not ready. And you might be all kind of toxic. Let's just be clear. Mm -hmm. And you're dating people who are more ready to date. And you're not. I mean, it really could just be that simple. Um, There are some things that I've heard people say that they've had to compromise on, not settle. Mm -hmm. Because again, that word Mm -hmm. sucks. You don't have to settle for anything. But some things that people have compromised on is, you know, maybe you didn't want anybody or you did want somebody that didn't have kids, but maybe they have two or they have one, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's okay to compromise on things that you're comfortable compromising on. Maybe that person was married already and they, you know, they're now divorced and you had originally said you didn't want anybody that's divorced, but this person checks all your boxes. It's okay Mm -hmm. to compromise on things that you are comfortable compromising on can't say that enough if it's not something you don't want to compromise on don't it's okay there are lots of people out here to date there are lots of people out here that are looking to be married you don't have to compromise or accept something that you don't want that's true and i just want to add this too don't think that everybody you come across is going to be the one can you say that again because that's for real say that again please 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 please. i am here we go. Everybody you come across is not, not the one. People can come into your life for a lot of different things. And again, I refer to it as mm-hmm. seats on the bus. If you're constantly trying to slide every person that you meet into the to the spouse, partner, whatever you want to find a seat on the bus and they don't fit, you walk away feeling so devastated and disheartened. But that's your expectation that you put exactly. on those people. So if you manage your expectations and just are open to the process, that will make it a lot easier because then you'll have experiences Mm -hmm. and you're not just quote unquote going into it to say, okay, is this the one right off? Is this the one right off? Some people need to be left on the bus stop. They shouldn't even be able to walk up the steps, get on the bus, leave them at the bus stop. Thank you. Don't even wave. Don't even wave. Just keep on trucking on down with the bus because there's a lot of people that I see that allow people on the bus. And here's mm-hmm. the thing, if we're going to use the bus scenario, they're mm-hmm. not even worthy of a seat. And you know that from the beginning, 
but there's something about you that feels like you can change that person yes. that oh can make room a, for them on the bus. That's and a I'm topic tell right you there. Right now, if you, and especially in your 40s, it is not your job to change anyone. It is not your job to raise uh-uh. nobody else, no grown nobody, or fix fix anybody else. That is not your job. So, so going with the analogy, if you are fixing somebody or making them what you think you need them to be in order for them to be on the bus and have a seat, you are starting off wrong. Starting off wrong. There you go. If that's your, and if if that is, if that's come across your thought. Lead go, therapy. go talk to your therapist. I was about to say, go talk to your therapist because mm-hmm. already that can sometimes feel like that can be a manipulative. T- um, yes, absolutely. Uh, move right because too. if you're fixing so, and that person is allowing you to fix them, even though they have no intentions mm-hmm. on changing. And I'm going to say that again, because that's, that's, I think that's where a lot of people miss it. You are constantly trying to fix and they are standing back, allowing you to do that but they have no intentions of changing. That is a problem. You need to go get some therapy. Yeah. But sometimes though, and this is what's happened in the past too. People tell you exactly what they want. want. That's them standing back, letting you fix. But you, no, no, no. But, but they tell you upfront, like, I don't necessarily know I'm going to be around or they're very vague on a lot of things. So you turn the deaf ear because you're going to make this into what you you want to fix it. And they just stand in back watching. And you. guess what? And they leave. And they leave because they've been fixed. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. They leave because when you take your car to the dealership to get fixed, right. they don't keep it. They keep it for right. the service you need it. And then if you leave it there too long, they're gonna start. They they'll charge right. you a storage fee. It's, and it's it a whole lot of people paying some storage fees. Baby, listen, high fees. But anyway, so you know, please take this to heart. So trivia. Oh, trivia. Mm-hmm. You so funny. Turn it on. Okay. Trivia. It's dating in your is... situation. Mm-hmm. Or today. And it is Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn. Full disclosure, I have never seen it. Oh my God. I have no intentions <laughs> on watching it. Somebody, Jesus, we go hang up. We hanging up. We hanging well, up. You didn't like coldest winter ever. We're even. Let's stop. We're no, even. Not. We're that, even. Nope. Listen. Nope. No. No. That's not even of nope. nothing. But anyway. Number one. <laughs> Which of these is not a name of a character played in Eddie Murphy? Hmm. You know what I did, girl? I don't know what you just <laughs> Let me did. Tell you what hmm. I did. I answered the question so I don't have a selection. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I got the answer for you, but I do not have. (laughs) Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, I'm going to just leave it to the Benadryl. Girl, because when I tell you, that (laughs) Benadryl was off the charts. I see you shoot Ooh, that was almost girl okay <laughs> which of these is not a name of a character played by Eddie Murphy <laughs> Maximilian Dr. Zeko mm-hmm. Preacher Polly mm-hmm. 
and Guido. See, that's why I don't want to watch this. What? Why are those the four? Are you freaking kidding me? Dr. Zeko, Preacher Polly, and Guido are getting that right there says I'm okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. Is it G? Wait, wait, wait. Is it G U I D? That's Guido. Look, let me tell you. It's Dr. Zeko. Okay, because I was going to say, that's why I see. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody trying to watch that. Listen. It's th- but you're right. L- okay, let's, ding, let's ding, pause. Ding, 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 ding. I know. Let's because pause. Let, let's pause. Eddie Murphy is like, okay, just like he did all them characters in the clumps, it's the same thing in Vampire and Brooklyn. He did all these characters just like coming to America in... Um, uh, uh, you know, with the clumps and and uh and Vampire in Brooklyn, he mm-hmm. did all these characters. See, Girl, you got see. No, this you got to watch it. I, I shall not. Yes, <laughs> because oh. just from that right there. Okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, where does the movie take place? Brooklyn, okay. New York. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to find one that is. What is the first yeah, thing Maximilian saves Rita from? Oh, you want me to read the, the four? Getting uh, bit yes, by a snake. Yes. Getting robbed. Getting mm-hmm. hit by a car. Getting drugged. I think it's hit Let's by see. a car. I gotta find it. It is. Nope. Yep. Or bit, bit by a snake. Okay, because that's why I was like, which one is it? Because I knew it was it was two of them he did. But okay. anyway, uh-huh. want to do one more? Yes, sure. Who does Maximilian make Rita think Justice slept with? Her roommate. Captain Dewey? Mrs. Brown? Mm-hmm. Julius's girlfriend mm-hmm. or Nikki? Mm-hmm. Nikki. You know, I got to go to two different screens to make sure you're right, girl. Two different screens. Yeah. And I'm not finding that answer. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. Yay! Girl, I'm telling you, that movie is hilarious. I, if I'm having a bad day, that's one really? of the movies I go to. Girl, because it's hilarious. I'll be sitting over there cracking up like I ain't wow. never seen that thing. That movie is hilarious. That is, you know, even when it was mm-hmm. kind of low budget, okay? But it, it, I'm just telling you, it just do something to you. Uh, especially when you got, you know, at least two, if not three of my favorite actors in there. Well, no, it's three of my favorite actors in there because even though I laugh at Eddie mm. Murphy's movies, I'm not like, you know, Eddie, <laughs> no. So Angela mm. Bassett, uh, uh, Alan Payne with his old self. Whew, Jason Lear, yes, that's next. And that's next. Johnny Witherspoon. Johnny Witherspoon is one of the most funny people with- ever to grace the planet. <sighs> Girl, listen, God rest his soul, because I know mm-hmm. he is cracking people mm-hmm. up in heaven, Lord Jesus. He cutting up. And you know it didn't hurt that he from Detroit. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Okay. Yes. Last question. So, all right. I'm in my yes. 40s, and due to my, past experiences, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of dating, but also afraid of being alone. Any suggestions? Well, at first, I mean, the, the, the suggestion is to acknowledge your fears, right? Um, seeing where they come from and why, but then also getting support to help you push past them. Um, other things is just take it one step at a time. One take, take it one day at a time. Just open yourself right. to getting to know someone. 
and just getting to know the person. And again, not because of an ulterior motive or anything like that, or in the hopes of a specified end, just get to know the person. Because in my experience, when I just allow myself to get to know people and it's vice versa, the representative immediately is like pushed out the window almost. Um, And so when someone is like, I want to get to know you for the express reason of getting to a relationship to get married, rep Mm -hmm. stays a lot longer. Um, If you feel like, you know, dating is your thing, dating is your thing. If you want to take a break, take a break. Um, But I strongly encourage you to process your feelings around being alone because that can create desperation. And then you start to compromise on everything where you get nothing that you want just because you're going to compromise the company. That can be a very scary situation. Um, And so it leaves a lot of things to be open for you and you open yourself to a lot of other stuff, Mm -hmm. manipulation, um, narcissist abuse, um, anything, just any type of anything. Yeah. So, you know, and again, set some, set some real boundaries for yourself. And manage the expectations. Stick I, to I think them. that's don't be deterred. Yeah, hold them true. Nah, I mean because it's gonna. It's, there are certain times mm-hmm. you're gonna be discouraged. There have been men that I've met, and I was like, "Wow, this person, I, you know, I kind of like him. I really do." And it goes nowhere, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "Oh, okay." Process what right. the all is about, but let's right. move on. Because right. one month don't and don't listen to people's horror stories. That would be the only advice I have oh, on this God. question is because if you already have fears. Mm-hmm. Depending on what those fears are, yes. Listen to people's horror stories in dating, and and be clear. Sometimes people have horror stories, and they may embellish and make them worse um, because they're miserable, mm-hmm. and they're okay with you being miserable as well. Yeah, and they they need company. Um, or the, or they say they embellish right. It they what did they do? Because how they contributed um, to so, it. So you know, don't listen to yes. people's horror stories. Let your experience be authentic to yourself. Um, you know, and I think that's where those good friends come in. People that are friends with you that you can share your experience and they give you positive feedback, real feedback um, is really important. But don't mm-hmm. listen to people's horror stories. Yes. And surround yourself who with people who are mm-hmm. encouraging and positive. Right. Um, and I'm not saying, they, you know, positive meaning avoiding all negativity. I'm not saying that because things happen. But um, don't just right. go for the Debbie Downers. Because that can put you in a whole headspace, like you said. So, you know, definitely understand that it's a journey. It's a process. And again, if if you're intentional and you're setting yourself up for, you know, to just be open to find what you want. Hey, if you start again, if any of your intentions are, you know, from a place of desperation or fear or anything like that, work through it with your therapist. But continue to grow. And continue to go forward. And again, I will say this. Don't pay attention to what society says. Mm-hmm. Put you first. And everything else to take care of yourself. That sums that up. I have nothing else. Mm-hmm. So our next topic is going to kind of be in alignment with this. But how do you keep how do you keep your long uh, term relationship slash marriage? What alive? are the things that you do to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Send it to and there you go. Fairlit at Outlook dot com. Nope, you gonna try to spell it <laughs> every time. Nope. So let me let me Go help ahead. you out. Let me help That's you out, you. friend. 
T-H-E-R-A-L-I-T mm-hmm. at Outlook.com. So we definitely love to hear you from you. Please continue to send the questions, the comments, our feedback and everything else. Um, you know, we definitely um, cherish the interactions that we have. Um, and so we want to also get some suggestions from you about other mm-hmm. topics that you would like to hear about. So please write in. Again, uh, everything is anonymous. So we don't say, hey, Susie right. from, from uh, St. <laughs> Louis said, no, 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 no. So yeah, just keep them coming. Thank you for, to everybody who has listened. Um, we have gained an additional international location. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Um, we're excited about, you know, where this thing is going and we cherish our current listeners. But also please share, please discuss the topics with other people and also write in. Thank so, you guys. Thank you so much. Be safe and be well. All right. And we'll talk Bye-bye. next time.